0: For those who don't know, I'm married. I've been married to my partner for nearly three years now. Before then, we were together for about five years. I had many phases before coming to terms with the fact that I wanted to be married. As a teenager, I really wanted to get married. But when I hit 24, I wasn't so sure anymore. At the time, I was just settling into my career as a journalist. And the idea of marriage felt so limiting. Like... There was suddenly this whole other person I had to consider before making pivotal life decisions. Mm -mm. Anyway, I had a lot of time to reconcile my feelings about marriage with very little input from my parents, friends, or extended family members. In 2020, at the age of 26, when I eventually decided to get married, it was on my own terms. Well, (laughs) except for the wedding ceremony itself, I did not have much power over that. The point is, I chose when I wanted to get married and who I wanted to marry. I remember sitting my parents down in our living room with my sister next to me for moral support and telling my mom and dad, I want to get married. But I'm aware that for many women out there, it's not so straightforward. There's the pressure to get married early, then the pressure to marry a certain type of person from a certain family or tribe. Some parents and family members go as far as dictating the type of profession the person you're marrying should have.
1: And as I grew older, I kind of was put off marriage from what I saw around me, not necessarily just my parents, but other things that I saw. So like, and I was also the fear of it must be from this person. It must be from this state. It must be from this tribe was also put in me. So I, I wasn't as free in my thought process with marriage as well. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it makes a lot of sense. That's our guest for today's episode, Maximilia Akbim. She's a British-Nigerian esthetician who's training to become a media personality. When it comes to getting married, it's been a bit complex for Maximilia. At a young age, there was pressure here and there for her to get married. And her family wanted it to be a Nigerian Igbo man from Anambra state where she's from. This expectation affected the way she thought about relationships. She found herself subconsciously rejecting decent men that she liked because, well, they weren't what her parents wanted. And that's what today's episode is about. It's about the consequences of enforcing certain marriage standards on women without really considering what they want. It's also about how this pressure can extend to the way women see themselves and distort their sense of self-worth. Hi, my name is Aisha Salahuddin and I like girls. This is a narrative storytelling podcast about African women and the different experiences life throws at us for being women.
1: Hi, I'm Maximilia. I'm an aesthetician and an aspiring presenter and media personality and I live in
0: London. Today's episode is about Maximilia dealing with the pressure to get married, but there's more to it. She felt pressure way before marriage became a thing for her. There was little breathing space for her regarding her educational choices, her hobbies, and even her career decisions. So let's go back a bit. Let's start with all the other times Maximilia felt choked.
1: So I was born um, in Nigeria. And I came over to London when I was like one, well, England, when I was like one. Um, My childhood was very much um like, do what your parents say and that's it. You know what I mean? So like that that's what I was brought up doing. Like if your parents said, hey, jump, you're asking them how high, basically. So it was never a thing of, I can do what I want. I can be like who I want. So I think I'm a very extroverted person. And I think, my parents never really understood it. They thought, like, who's this girl? Like, like they, they just thought it was too much. But that was me. That's my personality and stuff. So I think I was always like, just like that child that were like they wanted to like make calm down. Like that child. Like actually, you know what I mean?
0: Yes, Maximilia. I know what you mean. It's this thing where parents think they know what's best for you, and they make all kinds of decisions that impact your life without considering your interests or seeking your input. And yeah. Sometimes parents do know what's best for you, but it's not always that straightforward. On some days, they get it wrong and they end up stifling you, even if it's not intentional.
1: I was always into like talking, media-like, fashion, styling, but as African parents are like, nope, pharmacy, science, that's all you're going to do. And if it's not that, I don't want to hear, you know, I was asked to model as a child and everything and they were just like, nope, 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 education, education, Dancing, all this stuff. So, like, I was really much just, I feel my childhood was really much like they would try to mold me into what I should be as as opposed to let me be myself.
0: I really feel like this is something many African women can relate to the feeling of suffocation, of not being able to make your choices and do what you really want. For Maximilia, When it was time to apply to universities in the UK, she wanted to take up media-related courses. She also really liked fashion and designing outfits. But her parents said, "Mm mm-mm. So, here's what her educational journey looked like. Her courses in college were heavily science-based because family told her that, as a woman, she'd do better in the field of science compared to art or humanities. Then, she went to pharmacy school in Chatham, England for a while. But she took a break and eventually dropped out because she was struggling. It wasn't what she wanted. Eventually, she got a business degree for her BSc. And in 2015, at the age of 24, she enrolled for a master's degree in business management with finance. That's where I met her for the first time. We took some courses together at the University of Bradford in England. And somehow, we've managed to keep in touch since then. Walk me through, like, I guess the thoughts of your parents while you were going through all these courses and degrees because I mean as much as whether we like it or not, our parents kind of influenced these decisions in our lives, so like what were they what were they thinking, how they feel
1: I think my parents were just like kind of like you know what well, um, just do something and get a degree um complete it and just keep it moving, you know they were also uh A bit worried that um that my confidence had been a bit shifted you know because um it seemed like everyone knew what they wanted to do or everyone was just like you know excelling at certain things um so they they were just more like get get something in the bag and take it from there
0: Okay, but you know what? I'm still trying to figure out the issue because it doesn't seem to me like you didn't know what to do. It seems like you did know what to do. Because, I mean, you did know what you wanted to do because you talk about like media and styling. It's just, is it just that maybe you didn't get a chance to do what you wanted to do as opposed to not knowing? Because I feel like you kind of knew. Do you get what I mean? You hit the nail on the head.
1: It, you hit the nail on the head. The chance and the fear of you can't excel in this. The fear of you know, you're this person, people like you don't make it in that business. People, you know what I mean? But, I mean, in hindsight, if I knew what I knew now, a couple of years, I would have just gone for it. I would have moved to London. At the time, I was up north somewhere. I would have moved to London. I would have, even if I was living in a shoebox, I would have just hustled my way to... But 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 when when everyone around you, no one knows, like... Like everyone around you is telling you X, Y, and Z and everyone and you don't know you don't know who has followed that route before. You don't know where to go, you know. So you're pretty much stuck in doing what everyone around you, aka parents <laughs> say, you know? But yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I think I get it. So it was more of your parents thinking, We know what's best for her and this is what the career she excel in. So it was you just kind of going through that part because that's what was set for you and cause I guess you didn't have guidance from any anyone else, so that you know, I just like I I don't remember much from from uni. Gosh, I'm so useless. Like I really don't. But just like thinking back to um, you didn't give up the vibe, give off the vibe of oh, I have no clue what the hell I'm doing. Like you looked like you knew what you were doing. You looked so well put together. So now that I'm hearing all of this, I'm like really yeah. I just, she she looked like she knew what the hell was going on, like. <laughs> Going in circles about what to study really affected Maximilia's self-esteem. She was struggling and lacked confidence to make bold career choices because she had spent so much time pursuing degrees that she didn't feel drawn to. I went through the trouble of giving you all of that context because the influence Maximilia's family had on her educational and career choices are relevant to how she processed being pressured to marry and her choice of a partner. More on that after this short break. Okay, welcome back. We'll eventually get to how everything that has been set up to this point impacted Maximilia's thinking about finding a life partner. When she was in her early 20s, she felt the need to get married. You said at 23, you wanted to get married. I know like you sort of changed your mind now about some of those reasons, but at the time, what were some of the reasons why you felt like, oh, I I want to get married? Walk me through, you know, your thought process then.
1: Yeah, I, am. Um, I feel like I'm a, I'm a very lovey kind of person. I like, I like that, like just relationship. I like that. I like the friendship. I like the being togetherness, but I also felt that it was an accomplishment at that age as well. I also felt that like, it's something, okay, you have accomplished that. It's something ticked off the list. I also felt that, um, you know, this thing of the earlier, the better. My mom's mom got married at 16. My mom got married at 22. So, so yeah, the earlier, the better. So these were reasons, you know, that I thought,
0: yeah. Right. So it was, I guess, based on what you're saying, it was first of all, the people that you kind of knew to be married, your mom's mom, your mom, had gotten married early. So it just made sense that you kind of wanted to follow yes. in that, you know, yes. path and direction. Yes. And when you say you felt like it was an achievement, do you mean like getting married at that age? You felt like, oh, if I get married young, it's kind of like an achievement. Or do you mean getting married in general felt like an achievement for you at the time?
1: I think both, but at that time, young, because like, um, because of my mom and my grandma. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Maximilia's willingness to get married early didn't save her from being badgered about it she kept getting questions like when will you marry what are you waiting for
1: I'd come home and you know my mom would remind me almost every day that it was time to get married (laughs) yeah it was kind of like listen look around you look at the situation it's time like what's happening like You know, you need to have, you need to, you know, you need to do this. And it was just like, there was a time that like, I literally said to myself, I can't hear this one more time. Like, I literally was up to my wit's end.
0: She had finished her BSc at the time. So her mom felt like marriage was the next natural step for her.
1: What am I waiting for? Like, everyone else is. Um... mm, like, I've I finished school. I, what else, what's next? You know, that's the next stage. Um, yeah.
0: And was she, like, also, was she telling you, like, maybe, because sometimes parents go as far as saying, this is the kind of person you should marry. So were there, like, specific things that you knew, like, this, per- this person had to tick this box because your parents wanted it?
1: Okay. So... No offense, I, I'm, I'm ashamed to say this myself, but growing up, I was told, <laughs> I was told he had to be from the East and he had to be from Anambra State. That quickly diminished as time went on, but those were the criterias.
0: So yeah, her folks wanted her to be with someone from Anambra State, where she's from, in Nigeria. As she said, that's no longer the case. But at the time, the knowledge that that's what her parents wanted influenced her choice of partners. She found herself turning down decent guys that she could have made things work with because they didn't fit what her mom and dad's ideal preference was. And that's a really gloomy place to be in.
1: Yeah, I, unfortunately, I'm so sad to say it, you know, and even growing up as well, I I used to be approached by a lot of European people, but I didn't really know how to handle it because in the back of my mind, I was always believed that if I was with them, it wouldn't work. It sounds so bad. Because I I look at, I'm just like wow these were actually like eligible nice guys but like they literally they approach me and I'd freeze they're thinking like what kind of stuck up girl is this and i was just looking at them like I don't even know how to react to your advances because in my back of my head I know that like it's ah uh, babe Nigerian parenting
0: is something else hmm. I want to like. This this pressure, for lack of a better word, was it just from like your mom now, or was it also your dad and maybe aunties and uncles? Or just like I guess who are the people involved?
1: Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was mom and dad. Um my it was mom and dad, 100 percent Um uh one more than the other, some more subtle than the other.
0: Hmm. I think what's really interesting is how Maximilia slowly internalized a lot of the things her family told her about marriage. So much that she found herself battling between what she actually wanted and what she had been told was ideal. She had this constant internal crisis that eventually impacted her confidence to decide what kind of partner she wanted. Remember that she had a similar struggle with her career and education. Yeah, it's a pretty confusing place to be in. There was something else.
1: So one of the biggest things for me with the marriage is my career. So I've always wanted to be that girl that never asked a man for money. The I had so many ideologies growing up. Um, I left pharmacy school after two and a half years and I had like a hiatus to figure out what I was going to do. So like my career and my educational path wasn't as straightforward as quote unquote, the, I guess just in general so it really like whenever relationships come my way I wouldn't want them because I was so like no I can't be with someone I have to do this I have to do x y I have to achieve this so that is a huge reason why I never I didn't get married at that age I I just I I used to self-sabotage and be like oh my gosh like I have this to do I, I I can't do this like my parents have said this you know, so you're there like with this list of believe five things, and a guy's approaching you, asking you all these things, and you're just like, uh <laughs> you know, so that that was, yeah, that was like the reason,
0: yeah, okay." So Maximilia's uncertainty about her career and what she wanted to do with her life kind of got in the way of her relationships. But but she did get a boyfriend after bagging her master's degree in 2016. It was her first serious relationship.
1: Um, it was long distance at the time. We did get engaged to get married. Um, but that, kind of, like, that took a left turn. There was a lot in that as well. And career, just a lot um, in that that just wasn't, you know... Um, and I and I only went through that, like, after, like, the master stuff. And still, yeah, I, I didn't feel, like, accomplished enough, which sounds so sad now I think about it, to be in a relationship. <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah.
0: She met him in December 2015 after taking a trip to Nigeria for the Christmas holiday. It was a really random meeting. She went to pick up some clothes from her aunt's house. He happened to be there with his sister and they started talking and hit it off naturally. She really liked him. He liked her too. But the relationship had a couple of hiccups.
1: I wanted something else I was adding because my career wasn't really like where I wanted it to be. I was just like, where, where else can I score? I know that I'm ticking boxes. Oh, wait, let me get into a relationship and get married. <laughs> you know, so it was one of those. Um, it was, it was it was a it was an interesting relationship. I feel like if I was more like if I felt more accomplished as well, there was a lot of stuff going on. But if I felt more accomplished as well, I would have been much more chilled, relaxed about the relationship in terms of led just just much more relaxed. But I was quite tensed up because I was just like, this is do or die.
0: This <laughs> is. Can you explain what is like? more accomplished mean are you saying like if maybe you had a job in the field that you wanted you'd feel stronger about the relationship i i i just don't get what a co- more accomplished means really in this context
1: i i love that i love that question i think uh, more accomplished for me was career wise like it, uh, like in the field i wanted to be in um in a total in a certain tax bracket um in a living in a certain place yeah yeah
0: okay and just to be sure like I get this is it because you know at the start you talked about how part of the things that you primarily want just on your own is to have your own money have your own career and because at the time maybe you didn't have that you felt like inadequate is that what it, it was Ooh, that's a good statement yeah
1: but I didn't yeah I didn't feel up to scratch I didn't feel I was in my element I wasn't in my element and um I thought if I got married you know that would be something that would a uh, uh something accomplish, you know, and I could yeah yeah
0: so it's interesting because you wanted to get married so that because you felt like I'm not accomplishing all these things, but if I get married, that's one accomplishment at least I have that, but at the same time, the same thing that reason why you wanted to get accomplished was also the same reason why it didn't work out because then you also felt, wait, I'm not accomplished. So why am I here? So it's kind of like a two, oh Oh, wow. That's so, that's so interesting. And that's why
1: the power of the mind is everything. Like how you see yourself and what you tell yourself. I look back at it. I was just like, what nonsense? What are nonsense? My mindset, my everything. And I think it's so important, especially as Africans, because I, I don't know just 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 to have a good support system that like brings you back to reality like and and it doesn't always have to be your parents because your parents are in a different world a different world of you know totally different world so yeah so that's a, that's a, almost like an oxymoron what i said right it's just like you're kind of contradicting yourself but that's how i felt and that's
0: yeah, yeah. no it makes sense because you talk a lot about how all your life you had to kind of do which is A lot of us do what your parents wanted, so it seems like you didn't even have the chance to form your own opinions, um, do what you wanted to do, and that kind of just kind of sent you into a spiral of what am I doing? Why am I here? And it just looks like that affected everything. So your career choices, this relationship as well, and it really does make sense. And when we think about it in hindsight, like I guess it like it, it makes a lot of sense and. I don't think you should be hard on yourself, like, the way you think back at it, like, oh, gosh, like, that that doesn't make sense. It does make sense. Like, I get it. Like, it, make, <laughs> it makes sense. Let's take a few steps back. To recap what's happening here and understand just how complex things were for Maximilia. So we know she wanted to get married and her parents had repeatedly mentioned the need to do so to her. We know she couldn't immediately go for it because she had other struggles like figuring out what she really wanted to study as well as deciding on a profession she cared enough about. There was also the struggle of choosing a man she wanted versus the kind of man she had been told was perfect. And the struggle of not feeling accomplished enough to be in a relationship. It was this continuous loop of struggles. So how did she get out of the funk? When did she start gaining clarity on these things? I'll tell you after this quick break. Welcome back. Maximila is now at a place where she's living life on her own terms, at least she tries. How did she get there? Time. A lot of time passed and made her realize that all the outcomes her family predicted were wrong. They said if she didn't study styling and go into media, she would be more successful. They said if she only chose Igbo guys from Anambra, it would be better for her. But they were wrong about those predictions. She did exactly as she was told. She fought against her conscience about what she felt deep down was right, and none of it helped. She wasn't happy or as accomplished as she wanted. And that's how she knew that if she continued to succumb to pressure and listen to her parents, she would remain conflicted and unhappy. Do you feel accomplished now compared to say many years ago when you had like that struggle? I think that's my first question. Yes, 100%. Okay. So that means you, if someone cool or awesome pops up right now, um, you, I mean, and if marriage was on the table, you would consider it, right?
1: Yeah, I'm not fully where I want to be, but I definitely am more accomplished than I felt that I feel accomplished then. And also now I know like more, my mindset is different because I'm not. What I'm bringing to you or what I have to offer or whatever they say is not necessarily my degree or my career, you know.
0: Remember that Maximilia has always been big on fashion, styling and beauty. Yeah. She's taking on what she loves. She currently works as a beautician and she's trained to be a media personality, like, you know, a TV host. I love it for her. Now that she's older, she's making her own choices. And while it's exciting, it's not easy. It feels like starting over from scratch, and that can be tough. But Maximilia says it's better this way. At least she's doing what she loves and defining her own path. So right now, where's your your headspace at in terms of marriage? Are you kind of like just chilling, like, until you find the person that you want, sorry, truly? Or I guess just tell me your headspace, where you are right now in terms of marriage.
1: My headspace is if a good person comes along, then we, we take you from there. That's my headspace.
0: And what, how do your parents feel like now? Are they like still talking about, oh, get married or have they kind of just given up?
1: Let me tell you, if my parents voice to me how they feel, I'll mute it right there and then. I don't give a, I don't give a flying <laughs> bat ass how they feel. Yeah, that's how I feel right now.
0: Yeah, as you heard, Maximilia is at a place where she genuinely doesn't care what her parents think about the choices she's now making for herself. When she looks back on the decisions she made because of them.
1: It makes me feel a bit annoyed and angry, I'll be honest with you, because I I honestly feel if I didn't have their input, I would be with someone right now, you know. Um, I don't want to blame anyone for anything, but they kind of, their input kind of sabotaged things more than helped So I, yeah, so that's how I feel about it. No, void, nada, zilch, keep it moving, please shut up about marriage,
0: yeah. It took many years to get to the headspace she's currently in and she's not where she wants to be yet, but she's working hard to have the career of her dreams. And when it comes to marriage, she's choosing who she wants, regardless of what anyone else thinks. As Maximilia and I wrapped up our conversation, I asked her, What would you tell someone who's dealing with all kinds of external pressure to get married? She says, be picky. Choose who you like and who you want.
1: Don't listen to anyone that tells you you're too picky. You know what's good for you. You know what you want. And when it comes to matters of the heart, do what you want to do. Period.
0: When it comes to matters of the heart, do what you want. Period. I love that. And I'm glad Maximilia is getting to do what she wants. I hope that more women in similar situations get the courage and resources to make their own choices and to be happy and to be picky. Thank you for listening to this episode of I Like Girls. I Like Girls is produced by 27 Productions. If you'd like to get in touch with us, visit ilikegirls.co. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at ilikegirlsgang. Please rate and review us on whatever streaming platform you listen to podcasts on. Rating us helps other people to discover the podcast just like you. This episode is produced and written by me, Aisha Salahuddin. Audio engineering is by Dooski. Our theme music is by Bangs with a double G. And the rest of the music you heard throughout this episode is by Blue Dot Sessions. I'll catch you on the next one.